Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Sheffield Live. With James Hargreaves. Hello. And me, Luke Crofts. Hope you're well. Um, how's your week been, James? Been good. It's been a nice week, hasn't it, really? All it's been up. Well, the weather's been a bit up and down again, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's been a feel-good feeling around Sheffield. Uh, especially in uh, in Sheffield Six and the surrounding areas. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield wants to beat Brighton on Monday after a very tense game. Well, they didn't beat them, but on aggregate they beat them. Yeah. We drew on the night, but won uh, on aggregate. Yeah, the worst twenty minutes I think I've ever sat through. Yeah. First half, uh, first twenty minutes of the first half was just absolute barrage from Brighton. Brighton played excellent. It's, it's as good as I've seen a team play for a twenty minute spell. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, they were awesome. They were very good, but um, couldn't capitalise. So. No. Wednesday going to Wembley on Saturday. Yeah, and then the Premier League straight after. <laughs> Don't say that. Imagine, isn't it? Quite possibly. <laughs> Somebody, I, I was speaking to one of my friends the other day, and she went, "Oh, I think you'll do it." And I just, I went, "Okay, still so I put the phone down." Uh, I was out with some blades last night, and they were all saying, "Like, we know that you're going to do it." And uh, that's United fans like died in the wall. United fans are like, mm. "Yeah, you, you're definitely going to do it." I, I certainly but, hope so. Not not counting chickens at the minute, but no, no. Um, but you know, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, and there's a chance that we won't be here next week. Um, <laughs> yes. So thanks, thanks for thanks to uh, Paul for saying, yeah, going to be here for two hours next week this week, guys. Because I'm all day. We, we won't be. Yeah, we we likely won't. We will probably yeah. be very hungover in some London hotel in London. Yeah, yeah we will. Hopefully, happy, yeah. happy hungover. Indeed. Um, but yeah. Fingers crossed. Yep. So what have you what have you been up to this weekend, James? This weekend, uh, on Friday, I've, I've been out eating a lot. So on Friday, I went to <laughs> Fear X Loathing, uh, the burger joint on West it's a, Street. It's a funny name, that, isn't it? Yeah. Funny name. I, I, I don't know if it's actually pronounced like that, but that's how it is. So is it Fear Times Loathing or Fear... Fear X Loathing? Yeah. Is that what you said? That's, yeah. Fear, fear Cross Loathing? Maybe. But Fear um, Times Loathing? Have you said that? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We're now fear multiplied by loathing <laughs> <laughs> equals burgers. Yeah, and it's really nice. Uh, probably you know uh, a bit on the expensive side, but very yeah. nice gourmet burgers and some nice beers as well. They have uh, a couple of proper casky ales that are made for them. What what were you, what were they called? Oh, oh custom ones. Not yeah, it was right. like fear X loathing IPA. I drunk and and then oh, there right. was. There was a guest beer they had, but everybody's uh, doing it now, aren't they? A bloody five or a, a pint, though. Oh yeah, that's just that's, scandalous, yeah. isn't it? Scandalous. Twelve, 12 quid burgers, well, ten quid burgers and, and a five or a pint. Mortgage so. restaurant. Yeah, very nice though. The, the wings. If you go there, I recommend the wings, the chili wings. They were on the specials. They were gorgeous. Well, uh, I went to Vito's on Friday in Walkley. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought that was expensive as well, and I, I were a bit disappointed actually. Really? Yeah, it got really good, uh, really good review on uh, uh, TripAdvisor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was uh, not not blown away. D- did I mention last week our attempted visit to the Head of Steep? 
Y- yes, yeah. and they'd got nothing of what you actually wanted. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically not, nothing yeah. on the menu they, they'd actually got apart yeah. from burgers. Yeah, and it was supposed to be billed as a rib place or something. No, that's the one. It's yeah. a barbecue rib place with no ribs. Yeah, yeah. And then on Saturday, I went to uh, Bantai, which sounds a bit ironic because it sounds like they're trying to get rid of what they're doing. They're trying to ban Thai. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been there before with uh, with our, our good friend Dale Lefev. Yeah. Um yes. Yeah, it was very nice. We we weren't uh, one one lunchtime. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I had nice. uh, had an off menu um sea bass that uh my friend Andy that, that we went with, he goes there a lot and has has the sea bass made for him that's not on the menu and it's like in this mango and chili sauce with pistachios. Oh, that sounds really nice. nice. That sounds good. Well, um I've uh, I've sort of Gone back in time. Oh yeah, I've fished out my old PS2. Oh yes. And you know what I've been playing on it? FIFA '98. <laughs> oh, it's it is, great! It's it is one a, of the best Fifas. It's such a good game. And that, when it came out, was just like blew everyone away because you could do all sorts on it. You yeah. Could, it was the first one where you could sort of edit players, and um, it had all. It had all of the FIFA um, countries. Mm-hmm. Recognised countries um, that could qualify for the World Cup, and you didn't get that, and again until like a couple of years ago. So it was, yeah. it was like way ahead of its time. That game, awesome. One of the first games I played on on the PlayStation. It was. I remember the very first FIFA International Soccer. Was that um, on the? Um, it was on the Mega Drive, I think. Yeah, and it was the isometric the old... view, like the what? diagonal looking down. The pitch was diagonal. Oh right. Yeah, that, that was a good game back in the back in its day. Because mm. he brought it out on, uh, it came, uh, did it? It came out on the Master System, did it? And then this, and then the Sega Saturn, and then, and then Possibly. when the PlayStation came out, we got FIFA '97. That was the first. Yeah, one. I think, I think, I, I still have a Sega Saturn, and I think I've got FIFA '96 for that. Have you? Yeah. Is it any good? I've not played it for a while, so well, I, I can't remember. Fair enough. And I've got in my cupboard at home. I've got a, a PS One, got a PS Two, got. A Dreamcast, a Sega Saturn. I've uh, got a, a veritable collection of consoles with hundreds and hundreds of games. Well, I had the Sega... I always get them mixed up. I think it was the Mega Drive. It was the black one, and you put cassettes in the top. The and cartridges. It, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and the the default game, if you didn't have one in, was Alex the Kid. Oh, that's that's the Master System. Ah, oh, that's Master what I had then. Two. I had the Master System. But me, uh, me dad gave it to... My nephew, when he was little, yeah, um, and it never came back. Um, but that'd be great to I, play that again. I got Alex Kid in Miracle World on uh, Xbox 360 when it came out. It came out on the marketplace on there. Really? Yeah. So, but uh, the original just converted. Yeah, basically just to play, and it's very difficult. And yeah, I could never a get a lot harder than I ever remembered. I could never get past the big frog. I had to yeah. give it to my dad to do the big frog. Yeah. But even even just getting down the first level into the water is really it, hard. Yeah, it was it was a tough game, um, but but really good. I mean, when you look at how it's how it's moved on now, you, it's, yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? But well, funnily enough, when Car- kids. Carl Maloney has tweeted us in uh, saying that he's listening to the squeak while driving a four by four in Madagascar en route to find treasure in a volcano. And that sounds utterly bizarre until you actually realise that he's obviously playing Uncharted Four. Oh right, new PlayStation game, which. I, I just thought he was telling lies again. <laughs> well, <laughs> th- that's every possibility we call. 
Uh, but Uncharted 4 is the best game I've ever played. See, I mean, when I was when I was younger, I'm talking like maybe 10. I used to play on games quite a lot. Mm. I was I was like the first one out of my friends to get the PS2 when it came out, and I got GTA 3, and it was like brilliant. Oh yeah. But then since then, I've I've as my, as my other half said, yeah, you, you sort of developed a life. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Carl. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't I don't really I don't really play on. On games per se that much, but I just I just felt like getting the PS2 out and I've tell you seen what, it. See what, if you it still worked. what you need to do is buy one of the current consoles, the PS4 or the Xbox One, and um, just get Rocket League for it, and that will be your entire life. Because I've never heard of Rocket League. It is it's the most addictive, brilliant, simple yet uh, hard to master game. It's it's basically uh, playing football with cars, rocket powered cars. Oh, it sounds a bit too ridiculous. I'm not sure I'd like it's it. It's amazing. It's genuinely one of the most addictive games you'll ever play. And it, it's with, if you jump and time your boost right, you can literally fly through the air to hit the ball into the net, and it looks spectacular. <laughs> mm. Honestly, you've got to give it a go. You well, need to come around to mine and, and I, 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 I think, some Rocket League goodness. I think I want to do that, actually. And I want to play on uh, the, the other one, FIFA 96. Yeah, because yeah. I bought. I actually bought FIFA '97 from it. I saw it in a charity shop, and it was like a quid. I was like, "Oh, awesome!" And then it didn't work. Oh, I know. So I were a bit. I felt a bit hard done by. I, I once had um, the the cartridge Strider for the Mega Drive when I was a kid, and I accidentally pulled it out whilst the power was still on, and it never worked after that. Yeah. So I went to a second-hand shop and sold it for twelve quid, and then went to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so some someone somewhere probably bought. Uh, a non-working edition of Strider from a second-hand shop in town. But I, re- I really enjoyed the cinema, though. <laughs> Can you remember what you went to see? Uh, I can't, to be honest. I, re- I remember that because I was flush with £12, I bought, bought like one of the big meal deal things with a massive like hot dog and the huge drinks and the popcorn and everything. Wow. Yeah, I really dined out on that. You've never looked back since. <laughs> this could have been the very start of me being as fat as I am. <laughs> Um, and, and, and the other console I had was the Nintendo N64. Oh, yeah. Um, and I only ever had one game for it. Best game, GoldenEye. Yeah, yeah. Again, played that recently. I've got I've got a remastered version of it Have on, you? on PS3, yeah. And how, it, do you, how do you do that? How does that happen? Is, is it like a dodgy thing, or is somebody no, just... No, they actually... They they've re-released it. They re-released it. They re-released a remastered version of it. With, um, they actually put... Uh, Daniel Craig's face onto oh I don't like that I don't like that because he weren't in Goldeneye were he no but but yeah again a great game but of it's time I think um, playing that used to play the multiplayer on that the multiplayer was awesome because it was split screen yeah it was really good do you know the multiplayer as well uh, they put that in just in the last two weeks of development it was never planned to be in really and he just put it together in the last two weeks of the development and left it that, in by accident. That that changed that changed everything. Didn't yeah. It? Um, and then one of the other the, one of the ones that came out on PS2, I think it was um, Nightfire, um, because they stopped because they were they weren't enough films to to make yeah. the games out. Of the films started right, yeah. making their own story plot, and one of them was Nightfire, and the multiplayer for that was awesome. Oh, I can't uh, that remember was, that. That was split screen, um, but you had like AI bots as well, so yeah. the, you fought against the computer. Um, it, was, it, it was really good. It was really good. Well, again, this Uncharted Four that Carl's playing now. I've been playing the multiplayer of that this week, and that is brilliant as well. Just you, you hang around in a team of five and try and beat the other team. A bit like Call of Duty type thing. 
it's like that, but it's much more slow and methodical and like more planning to it. Like Call of Duty is just run and gun and die every 10 seconds, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, somebody laid down with a sniper rifle and you get killed, you don't even know <laughs> that's why. It. This one, you, you yeah. like move methodically and you actually, the tactics come into it and stuff like that. It's really clever. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, rambled on about games for quite a while. Um, what sort of music have we got lined up today? I've, I've listened to a few of them uh, before the show, but yeah, we, we got some pretty good, some good ones again. Um, Carlton Maloney's helped us find some of them this week. Uh, we got some Apollo Junction from Leeds. I like them. They remind me a bit of U two. Yeah, yeah. The opening uh, intro to it is a bit U two y. Yeah, the rest yeah. of it isn't. So if you don't like U two, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And we've got the Forty Eight Ks, um, good Sheffield band. Uh, the lapels are from Glasgow, uh, and we've got the Velcro teddy bears as well. Now, the Velcro teddy bears are from the Royal Standard, aren't they? You'll tend to find them in the Royal Standard yes. quite a bit. Yes. To be fair, I was looking at their gig list in posting, and far be it from me to say that the band is overplaying Sheffield, but they've got nine gigs listed in Sheffield on their current gig listing. Really? Yeah. Wow. A bit much for me, but... Yeah, they're, they're there's a good band. There's, the idea, the idea for many people is that you don't overplay. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where if, especially if you're a jobbing band that want to actually make some money out of it, like not that you make money, but like help pay for your rehearsal room or or whatever, like to do loads of free gigs and then expect people to buy in for your next gig at whatever cost it is. It's weird. Mm. So like, well, I could have seen you for free two weeks ago, and you're wanting a fiver now. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's a and funny one. don't get me started on nine pound tickets. That's been a, a big debate online this week. For there's, there's. Well, we'll come back to that. Yeah, one. we'll come back. Let's to that have one. a play of Apollo Junction in the meantime. Yeah, Apollo Junction. <laughs> no, no, no. That was just a teaser yeah. for uh, for about 50 minutes uh, to come. So, so this, this is your U2 intro, it's called This Could Be The Day. It's Apollo Junction, it's quarter past two, you listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Um, get in touch on the Twitter, at The Squeak.
Oh, you, you've done it again, haven't you? Look, it's not my fault. <laughs> because we can't hear anything, because this microphone won't go off, so I have to put it... Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. That Apollo was Junction. Apollo Junction, this could be the day. They've been uh, long-listed for Glastonbury, and they're playing the Isle of Wight Festival as well this year. Ooh, are they? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I love the Isle of Wight Festival. been there a, a few years. That's an awesome gig, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank uh, Carl Maloney put us in touch with that one. So thanks, thank Carl. you, Carlton. Yeah, and I also put him in touch with uh, Mark from the LP Record Store, who was on our show. Oh, Mark, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, for the LP Record Store Day gig that he put on uh, at the Washington, and that's becoming a regular thing as well now. So it's oh, going right. to be another gig night at the Washington with decent bands that Mark's going to help run there. So, to add to the list, we've got Carl Maloney's Rate Good Music. Uh, we've got LP Record Store gigs. and Yeah, I, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Is, is it because he's moving from Carl Maloney Presents to Rate Good Music? Yeah, I think he's, uh, he doesn't like to give out presents anymore, so <laughs> Carl Maloney's presents is now turned to uh, Rate Good Music. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, and good. it's one of his one of his uh, staple sayings, yeah. isn't it? Well, to be fair, it's Carl, so it could be uh, rate good music, everybody. All right, all right, rate good music, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I, when I when I listened first listened to his podcast, that was pretty much just a, you know, yeah, those words over again, yeah, and then some other people spoke, <laughs> but that was all Carl said. Bless him! What a what a legend! Yeah, um, very good podcast. I have to say, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, he's, he's still going. He's now um, obviously is transitioning to rate good music as the podcast as well. So, if you're searching currently, you can probably find him under Carl Maloney Presence. Absolutely, rate good music. Indeed. Um, what's what's been in the news this week then, James? That's not going to depress everyone. <laughs> well, that's a good question, isn't it? Because this week's news has been mightily depressing. Well, half well. Some of it has been has been prevented uh, yes, yeah. from being talked about, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit off air before, and yes, we? we did. Yes, uh, we did. Yes, but we, we're not going to talk about or mention any names about any potential people that might have been involved in anything or, that we can't talk about, or not, as the case may be, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if if uh, if you like to get naked, Luke. <laughs> Then uh, there's a restaurant opening up for you. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I'm not talking about getting into some kids' pool with, uh, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds wrong. That now we can't we can't elaborate on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just for the record, Luke does not get naked and, and climb into kids' pools. No, I don't. I don't. Whether there's olive oil or anything, <laughs> any other substance or, or anything, there. indeed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you uh, want to get naked whilst getting dinner in London, there's a new restaurant opening, um, a pop-up restaurant called Bunyardi. Wowza. Bunyardi, uh, what does that mean? I've not a clue. No. Oh. It's, uh, it's some some venture that's... Uh, they're opening in June in central London. They've not announced exactly where it is, but they've started taking bookings, uh, and they've got a waiting list now with 32,000 people signed up to dine there. Seriously? Yeah. Bearing in mind that... Uh, you, you walk in, they offer you uh, gowns, changing rooms and lockers. So you basically get your kit off and sit down and eat some food. 
And I can't think of anything more off-putting to food, eating food <laughs> than seeing someone like at one of the tables, um, yeah, but naked. Mm. It's, it's a very <laughs> odd experience. Well, <laughs> I've just I've just googled um, the meaning, uh, and uh, one of its synonyms is meaty. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, well, quite quite funny. As I was saying earlier, you you don't want to uh, have your sausage served on a skillet in there, do you? No, it could be quite painful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it could it could definitely. Um, yeah, very bizarre, very bizarre. Um, but there's this trend at the minute of these weird restaurants opening up. There's there's a couple in Europe apparently that have opened up, and uh, I was watching a, a news report that um, there was a clip on YouTube. And that they actually sent a presenter to do a live link from one of these naked restaurants. Uh, I think it was Australia or something, this one. Uh, but, yeah, he stood there, like, um, obviously in one of what he thought was one of the most safest places he could be in front of, uh, like, this blank wall with just a door in the background. The door happened to be the entrance to the kitchen, so the waitress just walked out in the background as he was uh, so they had talking. So you had to stop the, back, yeah. uh, the old broadcast from no. uh, happening there. She, she showed off uh, a lot more than what you would expect on a lunchtime <laughs> TV programme. Um, yeah, you just don't need it. Having said that, by the way, um, <laughs> did you see uh, Loose Women last week? I, I try and avoid it, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, was, I was sat at home working and like my Facebook feed popped up with people going mad about like Harvey trending, Price, yeah, trending, Harvey yeah. Price, loose women, like, and I thought, what's this? So found a clip on YouTube and must have watched it about twenty times <laughs> on repeat, just <laughs> laughing to myself. <laughs> what a little legend that guy is! Yeah, I mean, well, not it, so little. It's but. it's a, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a fairly serious subject they were discussing and talking about online trolls. Yeah, um, so Katie Price. Um, as, as many will know her as Jordan, um, gets quite a lot of abuse through Twitter and, and, and the likes. Um, and some of it's been targeted to, to her son, Harvey, who's obviously disabled and blind. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she asked him live on, on Loose Women, what do you say if um, somebody's nasty to Harvey? Yeah, and what what did he say, Luke? He said a word that I can't say on air. <laughs> he said, "Hello, you swear word." Yeah, um, a fairly extreme swear word. Um, but it, it obviously took everybody it's by pro- surprise. Probably on a ranking of swear words, it's it's up there it's, at, at the top as one of the worst. Swear it's words. up there with the, you know, it's in the top one of words you can't <laughs> say on the radio. Um, but yeah, my favourite part of it is the reaction of the public to this because I, I think we, we nearly we skirted over it a few weeks ago. Of, People that complain about TV programs really wind me up because just don't watch the TV. Turn off if you're going to complain. And people are so quick to complain about stuff. This this went by with no complaints. Like everybody was like, "Yeah, fair enough. That's what you would say to somebody." If- yeah, I, I think under the circumstance. I mean, obviously, we don't want to hear hear that on the telly. But um- oh, I do. <laughs> especially especially from Harvey Price at lunchtime on Loose Women. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe he was just greeting the uh, presenters. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say it's not a, it's not a show I hold in much uh, you know high esteem or anything like that. But um, but yeah, under the circumstance, I think people thought, well, fair enough. You yeah. know, if, if people having to go at this poor kid, um, then yeah, well within his rights. It, it was excellent. A, a really good piece of television that will live on 
in our memories forever. Yeah. So, Amen. And if you haven't seen it, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that we're talking about that we can't really talk about today. Just search the web. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's where we get everything from anyway, so yeah. don't, don't bother listening to us. Just read it all online. Yeah, pretty much. Well, do listen to us. <laughs> do listen to us, though. Um, and uh, Manchester United won the uh, FA Cup yesterday. They did. Looks like being Louis van Gaal's last game in charge. Um, reports surfaced yesterday afternoon about um, uh, uh, pretty much nailed on yeah. that Jose Mourinho is going to take over on Tuesday. Um, yeah. So it looks like being his last last game in charge. Did you watch the cup final? I didn't. I was I was out uh, on my way to Bantai, but uh, I I had it on on my phone the updates, which I think annoyed my other half. Um, but yeah, I was I was. I was hoping that Palace would do it. I, I was as well. Just and it sounded know. like from the updates that Palace were under pressure a lot of the time, but breaking well and had, had a lot of good chances. It wasn't the best. I mean, it was a typical typical cup final. It wasn't the best game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, any, any, anybody could have scored the first goal, and, and Crystal Palace did score a, yeah. a screamer. Yeah. Um, but then three minutes later, United equalised. Immediate so. response. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. It's like they, they had to sort of go behind before they, they, they responded, uh, before, you know, they turned yeah. up, sort of thing. Um, but um, the reason I brought that up is because it because it looks like being Van Hal's last game in charge, I just, I just wanted to talk about what a character he's been. Um, yeah. He's very, um, he's, you know, he's very, it's my way. <laughs> yes. With yeah. the press, with the players, yeah. with everybody. I, Says I love, it how it is. I love a manager that's like that with the press. It doesn't do him any favours though, does it? It doesn't, but it's it's very amusing to watch, es- especially when you get a journalist questioning him, in and it just awkward, <laughs> like it just he sees, treats them really bad. Yeah. yeah, it seems really standoffish with them. He, he called the journalist stupid, didn't he? he asked yeah. him a question. He went, "It's stupid, stupid question." Just dismissed it out of hand. What, um, what was I watching the other day? I think it was a clip of uh, was it Celtic's manager being interviewed, uh, Ronnie Delia. Yeah, he's 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 gone though, isn't he? Yeah, I think he has. I don't know whether it's a recent. I'd I'd never seen the clip before, but uh, yeah, the Celtic manager being interviewed and uh, the reporter asked him a question of uh, are these players good enough for Europe? And um, he basically laid into that reporter saying, "What do you mean? I can't believe you're asking that question." And just laid into him for a good five minutes of. He's played here in Europe. He's done this in Europe. He's done that, like going through the whole list of the squad. And then, like somebody walked down the tunnel, one of the coaching staff or whatever, uh, and he's, he actually turned around live on television and he's going, "Can you believe what this guy's just asked me?" And <laughs> having a full conversation, the poor reporter stood there going, uh, "Well, can we can we move on?" Shall, shall I tell that as a yes? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one clip where. Um, uh, Fellaini had been sent off for Manchester United and somebody had pulled his hair back because he's, yeah. he's got a fairly big afro and he, and he responded uh, and got sent off uh, so this was what um, this is what Louis van Gaal said I just want to play this clip because it it's been having me in, in stitches since I heard it and uh, only in, in uh, sex masochism then it is allowed <laughs> Now it was. He asked him. He said, "Do you think it's? Um, do you think he was wrong to react?" And he said, "Well, it, it, you're not allowed to pull someone's hair back. Yeah, only in sex masochism is it allowed." What a response! What a response that is. So you know, I mean, you know me quite well. Once I get something in my head, I, I, yeah. I, I tend to like live off it for a week, yeah. and that's that sex masochism. Ma- I can't even say it. Yeah, I had well, a few yesterday, and I, I couldn't say it, but yeah. it was just yeah. Just it's, it's been a good week for kind of football stuff. And what I've really enjoyed 
I don't tend to watch, you know, the playoff semi-finals and stuff generally each year, but I've watched it because Wednesday's been in. Ian, the the whole Sky coverage has been brilliant, and Ian Ian Holloway has been awesome. He's 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 having the best time of his life, isn't he? I think yeah. he's really really enjoying it now. He's not in management because yeah. he, he, he's just so passionate and he's just living living and breathing it, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he gets right into it. He, he bigs up all the teams that are in it, and yeah. he. he Really knows what he's talking about as well, I think, and well, does it in an amusing way. Yeah, he's been there enough times, hasn't he himself with, yeah. with his with his former clubs? Um, but but yeah, I, I noticed that. It, it was after we'd played uh, Brighton at home. He was he was talking to Carlos for yeah. what seemed like an age. Well, I, I loved that because that was like it was a twenty minute interview straight after a game with the manager of the winning team. Yeah, and you know it was a really good interview as well because you know the presenter obviously was doing well and he. Uh, like when Ian Holloway gets involved and starts his little quips, it's great. He is funny. He is funny. There it? was also a clip from one of the other playoff games. Can't remember who it was where um, they were in the studio a bit um, talking before the game, or it might have been at half time. And uh, Ian Holloway made a quip about one of the p- big players that uh, said, like, someone said that he might have ate his twin when they were kids or something, just <laughs> as a joke. And the, the other presenter couldn't present. He just he was just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's another one that's had some awesome quotes over the years, yes, hasn't he? Yeah. He's, he's just been great, been great. Anyway, move back onto football for some reason. <laughs> um. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Time for the next song of the day. It's the 48Ks. Yep. Do as I say, Luke. I will. Yes. Okay.
the 48 Ks uh, from Sheffield. Good band, good live band. I got a new EP, which that's on available for pre-order now. And an EP launch party coming up on the 24th of June at Leadmill. Are they are they from Sheffield then? Yeah. yeah. We've never had their music in before, have we? I don't think so, no. And we've been on since November. Yes. Come on. This is our 29th show. Is it? Yeah. Wowza. The big big three zero next time. Not next week. Not next week. Because of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that Sheffield show they're doing at Leadmill. Um, good lineup. Got Sabella, Dirty Sterling and Ginger Tom on as well. And they're playing the Crystal Stage for Tramlines. Ah, yes, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, lots of lots of exciting bands for the Crystal Stage. Yeah, check out the Facebook page. <coughs> Excuse me, check out the Facebook page for the uh, full lineup. But that's going to be great. A great weekend. Hopefully, great weather as well. Yeah. Um, if you if you are in a band or you know anybody that is in a band or any of our listeners know people that are in bands, um, <laughs> that you that's just covered the same all thing. all bases there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we need we need music sending in, don't we? Yeah, um, and you know, like we we played a couple of bands there that we've not had music from before, so yeah. we know that there's music out there. I, so. think, I think all the bands today we haven't played before. It, well, that's good in, good in many ways. Yeah, but send us your music in. Yes, is the message. Get in touch on Twitter at the Squeak St. Um, that's not right. St. T H E S Q W E E K. What were you spelling then? I don't know. Sent something. <laughs> um, well, Claire Brady has managed to uh, tweet us. All right. Yeah. Is she? she? Yeah. She's. Uh, she says it got clean plates at their end, and they're now on board. Uh, you should rename the second half of your show Sunday Dessert. Well, it's better than the squeak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not so sure that we can spell Sunday Dessert wrong, though, can we? So. We well, it might. It, we could end up putting Sunday Desert. Well, yes. There's every chance, isn't there? Yeah. That'd be uh, quite a dry dessert, wouldn't it? That? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Cole. You, you've been you've been tweeting this this Claire. Yeah. That's well, why I don't understand the reference. Oh yeah, you know I thought that there's no podcast up yeah. from last week. Well, what I did was you've not done it, have you? I I thought I had. He's not done it, Claire. Yeah, I thought I had, and then um, it was when Claire pointed it out last night by tweeting us saying, where's the podcast, uh, and calling us sloppy, which is right to do. Uh, it was literally me. I, I genuinely thought that I'd done it on Monday morning for some reason. I, th- I think I obviously, like... Remember doing it the week before and thought, oh, I've done it. I, I, you I do think, that sometimes. I think what I'd done is I'd, like, put it, uh, uploaded it ready and then just not set it, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm basically rubbish, and Claire's pointed that out. Um, although she, the conversation did take a weird turn where we were uh, starting to rate, rate the podcast on a scale of one to roast chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not even the skin if it's not uploaded, is it? No, no. But it is uploaded, I, I say it live this morning, and, and so people can now listen to last week's show now. But don't do that, because we're on now. Yeah. After the show now, listen to last week's show, and... Or, you could you, you you could listen to last week's show now, and then tune in for the rest of this and the podcast. Yes. But don't do that, it's just silly. How confusing. Is it... Is it oh, it has uploaded. Tramlines Festival is definitely at a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think what to call it, so yeah. We, we did have a, a long discussion about when Tramlines was, and... Well, just the dates mixed up. Just, just sort of on that. Guess what I'm having for for Sunday dinner today? 
Roast chicken? Absolutely. Me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going out, though, aren't you? Yeah. I'm going home. So, slightly yeah. different. You're not having KFC, then, on, on your way home. Picking up a bucket of KFC. <laughs> Absolutely not. Sunday, no, I'm a bit... Oh, I'm a bit... Uh, I've just had to, like, really stretch to close that window. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for the benefit of the radio, is is quite a stretch for me. So, I'm a bit <laughs> juxtaposed. Anyway, um... The lyrics in that song, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Did your parents ever say that to you? Oh, yeah. It was the most annoying saying ever, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just then, not fair. <laughs> it isn't fair. What Parents, p- things that parents say are brilliant, aren't they? And then you look back, and then if, you, like, if you're with kids, because I've got nephews and nieces and goddaughter or whatever... You find yourself saying the same things <laughs> that you used to hate being you do. told. You do. Now, some of my dad's jokes are absolutely god-awful. To be fair, all of your jokes are dad jokes that yes, are god-awful. I know, so I know. So it runs in the family. It must do. I think we turn into our parents, which is scary, isn't it? Yeah. Bit depressing. Yeah. I was I was wanting to see how long we could keep. I thought keep you'd talk first, then, but <laughs> I, I just couldn't help it. Yeah, so we were talking about the uh, naked restaurant. Um, oh yeah, and another little European treat for uh, for diners is a Burger King in Finland, in Helsinki. They decided that they're going to uh, turn it into a spa. All right. When's the uh, when's the big opening? Um, well, what's it say here or something? I'm reading it from CNN, and it's uh, Burger King in Finland uh, has opened an in-store spa and 15-person sauna. So you can basically uh, eat your Whopper whilst... <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, you can eat oh. your Whopper burger whilst uh, sat in the sauna. Brings a whole new meaning to the term meat sweats, doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, wow, how bizarre! Why would you want a sauna in a burger? Oh, God knows. Fifteen-person sauna with shower room, locker room, and media lounge with TV and gaming facilities. Spread out See? on blue and red benches in the sauna, perhaps covering their modesty with a Burger King towel or robe. Wow. See, I mean, you associate saunas and and the like with being like part of like a health weekend. Yeah. Not a fast food restaurant. Just seems a bit bizarre. CNN article says uh, you can enjoy a meal as flame grilled as your skin. Wow! Although your fries might wilt in the humidity, it, it, it has been a slow news week. In fairness, <laughs> it does. Very creative, though. I like it. Anyway, um, time for another one. I think. Yes. This is the lapels. One of your favourites. It's my favourite tune of the moment, and I've, I've only really heard it a couple of times, and it's really, really grown on me. These guys are coming to Sheffield live soon. Um, just coming up to quarter two, uh, DJ Ski will be following us uh, with Platinum Plates. But this is The Squeak, we're on until three, and this is the lapels. Take a chance and try the long walk home. Seventeen and on your own 
So yeah, they're touted as being one of the uh, big up-and-coming bands of the minute, the Lapels, and that's their track 17. They're playing the rocking chair on the 9th of June uh, with uh, Adelphi co-headlining. And after this week's uh, online rants about £9 tickets, this one is actually coming in, quality gig, just a fiver in, straight fiver, and a really good night of music. So what's the the issue with the £9 tickets? The £9 tickets is... There's, there's been some gigs being promoted at, at various venues in Sheffield and not wanting to like criticise any promoter or bands or whatever, but basically they're charging nine quid for a local lineup of like three or four like local bands. And it's, well, it, when, when every other local gig seems to be around about a fiver and it's just, it just, I don't know, it sounds of exploitation to me. Um... I just don't agree with the whole kind of £9 plus a booking fee plus whatever else. Oh, yeah. Well, when we went to see um, uh, Slow Readers and that, they were seven quid. Yeah. But there were no booking fee, were they? Slow Readers are also... And they're not from Sheffield. They're not from Sheffield. Decent travelling band that have a a good following and whatever. I mean, you you can... There's local bands like the Sherlocks who command a £10 fee, but they've got a big enough audience to do that. One, yeah. one of the gigs that, that were being promoted for £9, which has now been cancelled apparently, was um, a band that have only done one gig in Sheffield, and that was a free entry gig. And then their next gig, they're expecting people to pay nine quid to get in and see them. It's, it's just all very weird to me. Mm. It's, um, there just needs to be some common sense applied by I think, certain bands and promoters. Yeah, I think it passes me by in 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 certain respects because if it's if it's somebody that I don't know, then I won't pay the nine quid. Yeah, so I won't go and see him. Simple. Yeah. But if it's somebody that I've seen and I like, then yeah. But yeah, 
if you've only done one gig. Well, this, this particular gig, it was uh, three, sorry, four bands, um, all not very well known. All of them, you look at their Facebook and their previous gigs, and every single gig they've done recently has been a free entry gig. And they're all very new bands. They've done free entry gigs recently in Sheffield, and then their next gig, the promoter was expecting people to pay nine quid to get in. Mm, but, the, but then also the promoter then, uh, some promoters then say, well, you can get the tickets cheaper from the band, which is fair enough. And then some of the money goes towards the band who shift the tickets. Well, That's normally how it works, isn't it? Well, yeah, the band, if the band sells the tickets, then they get a cut of the ticket price, which is usually two or three quid or whatever. Yeah. But then by getting it cheaper from the band, the band, on a lot of occasions are them forsaking their two or three quid. So they're providing the pro- the product that you want to go and see and not getting rewarded for it. And everyone else kind of gets their cut, but the band have forsaken theirs to allow their fans to come in for cheaper. Mm. It's just it's just a very twisted way of doing it for me. So I think there needs to be a bit of a revolt. And I think, think bands are responsible as well because they shouldn't be doing that, to be fair. If they value their music then and the product they're putting out, if they think it's worth people paying to come and see, then charge them and, and make some money out of it and pay for your next rehearsal rooms and your CDs to be produced and make more money and make it bigger. That's my little rant on I was gonna say, you pound tickets. You were joking when you said it was going to be a rant, were you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's... it's I'm not trying to like um, criticise any particular promoters or gigs or whatever. This has come about from that one gig poster, which has then kind of opened up a can of worms about the whole kind of scene around around Sheffield. And everyone should stick together and you know work together and make it a really good place to go out and gig because there's some awesome music in Sheffield that people should be prepared to pay for. Um, you just have to do it in a common sense way, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. And benefit everyone. Well, I mean, when you look at tram lines, Crystal Stage is free. Yeah. yeah. And all all the bands are generally, hopefully, getting uh, looked after by the people running it. Um, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, there just needs to be that bit of common sense approach to the bands, who, are, who for me, are the main thing of it, who are providing the product and the entertainment for people to go. There's obviously the promoters have to make some money out of it. Fair enough, they have to cover the costs. The venue have to cover the costs. That's fine, but make sure that the band providing the critical product get a bit out of it too. Time for the last song of the day. It's Velcro Teddy Bears. Yeah, which one? Says that. What that's what makes you. Are you sure? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get that out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still thinking about those whoppers in the sauna. Oh dear. (laughs) <laughs> Velcro Teddy Bears and uh, DJ Scoop at three.
Sheffield Live. So yeah, the Velcro teddy bears, and uh, as I said earlier, uh, if you want to see them live, they're a good live band, and you can probably just walk into a chip shop on a Tuesday afternoon and they'll be there playing, because they seem to be playing everywhere in Sheffield at the minute. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) I really like those guys, but yeah, they've got nine gigs only in Sheffield listed at the moment. And yeah, if you want to see them, then head to their Facebook page and they've got a whole list of their gigs on there. Yeah, or pop across at Royal Standard. Yeah. Because that's where where they hang about. Yeah. You can get some merch in there as well, can't you, I think? Yeah, it's a nice little bar, that, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it's all right. We we went in before we went to the um, lead mill gig. Yeah. The October Drift Lead Mill gig, and it's they've kitted it out really nice. It's got a decent little stage and sound system in there, and then they've got like all the merch and stuff behind the bar. Mm. And uh, it look, looks quite a good little place to go and get some music. Absolutely. Uh, the hour's almost up, so we'll be uh, heading off soon. DJ Ski will be coming in um, with his platinum plates. Um, what are you up to over the week, James? He's still doing the, the bits with the Bailey guys. Yeah, yeah. Actually going for Sunday lunch with them. And, oh, right. Yeah, in an hour or so. Going to meet up with them and, uh, yeah, going to try and sell some more of this amazing jewellery. Marvellous. Marvellous. And then, hopefully, at the weekend, London. Yes, hopefully so. I've not got a ticket yet, but I shall be uh, getting my ticket as soon as possible and, yeah... I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, get a train down, stay over somewhere, come back the next day. Well, they've changed how the uh, how they're doing the tickets this time, aren't they? Because they're yeah. doing it through a through an agent, like a ticket distributor. Yeah, it's all through C tickets. C tickets generally handle the ticket in for Wednesday. Oh, do they? Background all the time. Um. It's done under the Wednesday shop front, but yeah, they're. they're uh, it's all done, and it's done as fairly as possible. The season ticket holders who've been to the most away games and stuff get uh, get the priority, which is fair enough. Hmm. Hang on, DJ Ski's DJ just given, Ski's just given, given me, you something. Me something. You've got a treat. Well, you stole the chapatis last time. I'll share. I'll share it with you, James. Oh, it looks really good. Oh, go on, get, grab oh, what is that flapjack? Yeah. My Lovely. Does she? I know, oh, yeah. She's, your missus is awesome. What is it, this Rob? Thank you very I much again. Front, <laughs> 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 no, I, I mean, in t- to be fair, DJ Ski, mm. giving me food wins me over every time, <laughs> and she's she's done it very nicely a couple of times now. So it's lovely. Not good for the radio, like, but mm. oh, that's nice. It's <laughs> it's. It's that right kind of um, gooeyness, isn't mm. it? Yes. I mm. like a good gooey flapjack. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, she's listening. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yes, thank you very much for the flapjack. Thank you, Mrs. Very much Mrs. Ski. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. DJ Ski. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to put that down because that's very nice. Um, I'm eating mine. Mm. I'll, I'll do all, all the talking. <laughs> So yeah, um, we we won't be back next week, will we? No. Um, week after is two hour show, though I think. Yeah, because Paul Sellers will still be on holiday. I say with my mouth full. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be back in two weeks, but um, stay around for DJ Ski on at three, um, and have a good week. Bye. I've not, and I've not done anything to set up for the show. Either. There we go. Sheffield Live. Made in Sheffield. Made by you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.